Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. That means I'm breaking down this game from every angle possible. First, we're going to look at my keys to victory, both on offense and defense, and I have one for the the team overall as well. Then we'll look at some of the individual matchups to watch in this game, and then I will give you my game and score prediction. So a lot to discuss on this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Titans fans, we are going to kick off this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast by going over my big picture keys to victory for the Titans. Before we do, got to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. And if this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You can find the Locked On Titans podcast on any streaming platform and always free. Also, make sure that you subscribe to the Locked On Titans YouTube channel smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Also, gotta follow me on social media on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans for all my film breakdowns and all the film clips that I post there. Also, check out the show Facebook page at Locked on Titans Pod. But with all of that being said, it's time to dive into this Football Friday game preview. I'm gonna start with kind of an overall team key to victory. It's not necessarily specific to the offense or the defense, but it's turnovers. The Titans have to win the turnover battle. What you can't do is you can't give a lesser team, a less talented team, life by giving them short fields, easy opportunities to score, even turning turnovers into touchdowns themselves. And you may not think that this is a big concern, but the reality here is the Texans have been pretty good at forcing turnovers on defense. They have nine interceptions on the year. That's 10th best in the NFL. And as most of us know, have we've been watching all year, Ryan Tannehill has regressed in the turnover department. He's thrown eight interceptions himself which is very high in the NFL. So there is an opportunity for the Texans to force some turnovers, get some interceptions on Ryan Tannehill. If they do that, then they're going to have the opportunity to stay in this game and keep it close. The Titans cannot allow that. As for some offensive or defensive keys to victory, we'll start on offense. The Titans have to find a way to run the football here. The Titans, since Derrick Henry went out with injury after week eight, in the following two weeks, the Titans have put out their lowest rushing totals of the season, 69 yards against the Rams, 66 yards against the Saints. That can't continue against a Houston Texans defense that has allowed the second most rushing yards on average in the entire NFL. They've allowed 136 rushing yards per game. If the Titans can't run the football on the Texans, well, now they have some serious problems going forward. So I would look for Adrian Peterson and Deonta Foreman to get things going for the Titans, and they need that on an offense that's been rather anemic over the last two weeks despite being carried by the defense against the Rams and the special teams against the Saints. If the Titans want to get their offense back going, they're going to have to get the ground game going, and that's going to be, uh, this is a good spot 
for them to do so against this Houston Texans team. And I also just want to mention, because it's interesting, that both the Titans running backs that they'll be using in this game are from Texas. Adrian Peterson and Deontay Foreman. And Foreman even played for the Houston Texans and was drafted by the Texans when he came out of college after playing for Texas. So a lot of Texas ties here. I know the game is in Tennessee, but either way would be a good story for two Texas guys to lead the Titans to victory over the Houston Texans. So you have to run the football. This is a perfect get-right opportunity for the Titans' run game. On defense, I don't have anything specific. The Titans' defense just should dominate this game. If the Titans' defense is who we think they are, then they absolutely will dominate this game. As Cody from the Locked On Texans podcast pointed out on yesterday's crossover episode, which if you missed it, go back, check that out. It was fantastic. But Cody pointed this stat out. It was fantastic. The Texans are only averaging seven points a game on the road this year. They haven't scored a touchdown on the road since week two against the Browns. The Titans cannot allow this team to have life. They can't allow them to breathe. The Titans' defense needs to smother the Texans very, very early. And it's not just problems on the road. I mean, this Texans team is terrible. They've had 17 turnovers on the year on offense. That's fourth worst in the NFL. They've given up 26 sacks on the year. That's the ninth most in the NFL. They are dead last in total yards on offense. They're 29th in passing yards. They're 31st in rushing yards. I mean, this team sucks. There's no way around it. I mean, Cody and John from Locked On Texans said it themselves yesterday. This team is not good. This is probably the worst team in the NFL. If the Titans' defense doesn't just absolutely dominate this game, it's a disappointment. There's no way around it. So as long as they don't turn over the ball, the Titans' offense gets the ground game going, and the defense does what they should do against a terrible team, this should be an easy win, a double-digit win for the Titans. And I've been one of the guys who's been the most skeptical when it comes to predicting Titans' losses all year. So if I am up here telling you that the Titans should win this game by double digits, well then, it has to be the case. That's basically what it comes down to there. So don't turn over the ball, run the ball on offense, and smother this terrible, terrible offense when the Titans are on defense. Those are my three keys to victory for this Week 11 matchup at home against the Houston Texans. We're going to zoom in our lens next, look at the individual battles to watch in this game, and I have some pretty good ones that I think really will make a major impact. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about an app that anyone who buys gas has to know about, and it's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you'll get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump ever again. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot make up to two. $300 a month in cash back, and here's the thing. There's no catch. The cash back goes right to your Get Upside account, and then you can cash out at any time using your bank account, PayPal, or even to an e-gift card like for Amazon. 
Just download the free Get Upside app, use that promo code TOUCHDOWN, and get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free Get Upside app. Titans fans, we are going to continue a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about my big picture keys to victory for the Titans as a team. Now, I want to zoom in on some of the individual battles that I think will really influence the outcome of this game. Before we get into those, I just want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. But Let's dive into these individual battles, and I'm going to start with the Texans' defense against the Titans' offense. And as I alluded to, the Titans have to find a way to run the ball. And in my opinion, the best running back that the Titans have right now is Deonta Foreman. And he's going to get a ton of carries. He got the most touches of any Titans running back in that game against the Saints. He had 13 touches for 78 yards, and I would expect him to, to get a similar amount of touches, if not more in this game, especially if Jeremy McNichols is out. The reality here is Foreman is the only running back that can threaten a defense by running the ball and catching the ball out of the backfield. McNichols, not really a threat in the run game. He's basically just going to be a pass-catching back. Peterson, not really a threat as a pass-catcher, really just going to be a runner. So having Foreman out there helps the Titans to not you know, tip their hand in any way. Plus, like I mentioned, Foreman, drafted by the Houston Texans, Played football at Texas. Born in Texas. Let's just call it what it is, folks. Revenge game! It is time for the Deontay Foreman revenge game. I'm here for it. And Foreman up against Zach Cunningham is the matchup to watch. So Cunningham's had some weird snap counts this year, but he basically played the entire game in the Texans' previous game against the Miami Dolphins. Last year, Cunningham was the best run-stuffing linebacker in the NFL. He led the league with 164 tackles. So this guy can definitely stop the run game, and Foreman's going to have to break some tackles and get away from Cunningham to make plays for the Titans. Staying with the offensive side of the ball for the Titans, this is something that we talked about a ton with Cody and John in yesterday's crossover Thursday, and that is Jonathan Grenard against the tackles of the Tennessee Titans. So Grenard right now has seven sacks. He's clearly been the biggest standout player for the Texans the entire season on offense or defense. He's got an 84 pass rush grade per pro football focus, which is the eighth best among edge rushers in the NFL. So Grenard can definitely play some football, and the Titans' tackles have really, really struggled this year. Lewan is third on the team, and pressure's allowed with 14 despite missing some games. He's allowed the second most sacks with four. David Questenberry is second in the amount of pressures he's allowed on the Titans with 23, and first in the amount of sacks that he is allowed with six. So the Titans are vulnerable at the offensive tackle spots. Grenard has played 113 snaps on the left side, 125 snaps on the right side, so he'll go back and forth. So there's no individual matchup for Grenard, but both the tackles are are places where he's going to look to take advantage. If the Titans let a guy like Jonathan Grenard wreck the game plan, they're going to give the Texans the life that they absolutely need to win this game. So don't do that. Win the matchup of Grenard against the offensive tackles win the matchup of Foreman against Cunningham, and there's no way that the Titans 
can lose this game. On the defensive side of the ball, there's only one guy to worry about on the entire Houston Texans offense. One guy, and it is Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks has 57 catches, 641 yards, and two touchdowns. The second place total on the Texans, now these are different guys, but these are the second place totals. 23 catches. That's 34 catches less for second place. 196 receiving yards. Nearly 500 receiving yards less for the second place guy on the Texans. And outside of Cooks' two touchdowns, everybody else who scored only has one. So it's very simple. Stop Brandon Cooks. And the Texans do not have an offense. That's all there is to it. Stop Brandon Cooks. And you know, you know who needs to be tasked with that responsibility. Fulton County Jail. That's right. Christian Fulton, who's only allowed 11 catches on 29 targets for 191 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Yes, I got those numbers off the top of my head. I've memorized Christian Fulton's individual stats. Pat on the back for me. But either way, Christian Fulton has to shut down Brandon Cooks. And if he does, the Texans cannot operate. They simply can't. So that's something to watch for me. That is the most critical matchup of all the matchups in this game. And then the secondary one, like I did with the defense in the first segment, it's kind of a broad matchup to watch, but the Titans' defensive line against the Texans' offensive line. This Texans' offensive line is awful. They're missing Laramie Tunsil, the only guy who I really think is worth a damn for the Titans or for the Texans on the offensive line. They got uh, Jerron Christian. They got Titus Howard. They got Jim Mo- uh, Jimmy Morrissey. They got uh, Justin McCray. They got uh, Charlie Heck. I mean, what the heck? That offensive line is terrible. They've allowed 26 sacks on the year. They have the worst run-blocking grade in the NFL per pro football focus at a 48.0. They have the sixth-worst pass-blocking grade in the NFL at 54.4. This offensive line is god-awful. And the Titans' defensive line has been probably the best defensive line in the NFL this year. They cannot lose that battle. The Titans have to absolutely dominate up front in this game against a a piss-poor offensive line. There's no way to sugarcoat it. It's just the reality here. So the Titans have to absolutely dominate up front, and if they're able to do that, they're going to accomplish everything that they need to to win this game by, not only to win the game, but to win by double digits. So those are my individual battles to watch, the position groups that will be going at each other that will make a big difference in this game. Speaking of winning by double digits, I'm going to come back, I'm going to give you guys my game and score prediction for this matchup. We are going to talk gambling and keeping it plus 100. I'm struggling here. Ooh, catch my breath. Keeping it plus 100. We're going to talk the spread. We're going to talk the over-under. I'm going to tell you guys how I would play it. We're going to talk fantasy and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. And I'm going to tell you guys which players I would play in season long and which players I would play in daily. And then we'll also examine the slate in the AFC. What are the games to pay attention to for the Titans as they not only try to win the division, but try to win the number one seed 
in the conference. Before we get into those discussions, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar ever from our friends over at Built Bar. If you've never tried a Built Bar before, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like one. It kind of tastes like a candy bar. If we're being honest, it's not chalky. It's not waxy. It's not hard to choke down like other protein bars. It's covered in 100% real chocolate, and they have a ton of delicious flavors, something for everyone, like coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, which is one of my absolute favorites, double chocolate. So ton of delicious flavors for you to choose from, but it's not just the taste. The bars are healthy for you as well. It is a protein bar. After all, they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great as a healthy meal substitute or just a guilt-free snack. And I mean, with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming up, they have some great holiday-related flavors for you to choose from that can kind of replace some of those unhealthy holiday desserts. But make sure that you go to BuiltBar.com. They have a bunch of new limited-time flavors coming out every three to four days. And when you go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also, have to tell you guys about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Right now, they got uh, a brand new updated interface, brand new updated website, really easy to use, really easy to see all the different wagers available on more than just football and basketball. Of course, they have football and basketball, but they also have NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. So make sure that you go to betonline.ag right now. Use the promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's literally free money when you use the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, we are going to cap off. This Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Getting into some of the miscellaneous topics here, including my game and score prediction, the gambling, the fantasy, the AFC slate. Before we get into that, got to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, make sure that you check out the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's available on all platforms and always free Check out the Locked On Bets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcast. But as for my game and score prediction, the moment you've all been waiting on, if you listen to the end of the Crossover Thursday podcast, you got a little bit of a preview of where my thoughts are right now. And um, I'm going to keep the same prediction that I had on Thursday. I see no reason to change it based on some of the research that I conducted after that episode. 31-21. Titans. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, wait a minute here. The Texans haven't scored more than, or haven't scored a touchdown on the road since week two. They're averaging seven points a game. How are they going to do it? Well, I, I just think that the Texans know the Titans better than they know just about any other team in the NFL, and that'll allow them to have a little bit more success. Plus, they didn't have Tyrod Taylor for the majority of the season. They actually looked like a pretty decent team when they had Tyrod Taylor. So although he threw three interceptions against the Dolphins, that was his first game back from injury. So for my money, 
I think that the Texans will be able to have a little bit of success late in the game. They'll get a garbage time touchdown, but the Titans will be in control for much of the game. 31-21, to the Titans win a double-digit win for the Titans. But that brings me to keeping it plus 100 in the line. The Titans are minus 10.5 point favorites. I can't touch that. I can't touch that. That's 10.5 points. Way too much. Way too much for a Titans team that loves to play down to their competition against a division rival. That's insanity in my mind. Ten and a half, no way. I could see the Titans winning by ten, and even there they wouldn't cover. So no way I'm touching that line at ten and a half. Over under, 44 and a half. Don't really feel comfortable with that either. The Titans' last game literally hit at 44. 23 to 21 Titans, which the gambling over under last week was 44. Vegas knows too much, man. It's scary. But either way, I wouldn't touch that line. I wouldn't touch the over-under. It's not the time to tempt fate. Just hope that the Titans come out and play a decent game. As for fantasy, the Texans have allowed the sixth most fantasy points on average to running backs each week. The fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. The seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers. The first, the most fantasy points to opposing defenses. They've given up the third most points to tight ends. But come on now. You're not going to be able to trust any of the Titans' tight ends to actually produce consistently because they get rotated in and out so much. So, I'm playing Deonta Foreman in season long and in daily fantasy because he's going to be pretty cheap. I'm playing Ryan Tannehill in season long and daily fantasy. If I'm playing daily fantasy, I'm stacking Ryan Tannehill with Marcus Johnson. If I'm playing season long, I've got to play A.J. Brown in this game. Got to. No other way around it. I'd probably stay away from Marcus Johnson in season-long fantasy. You probably have better options than that. I'm playing the Titans' defense as well. I mean, like I said, Tyrod Taylor, three interceptions last game. The Titans should be able to get some turnovers, should be able to get some sacks, should keep the points relatively low as well. So I'm playing as many Titans as I possibly can pretty much if I'm playing daily daily fantasy, and I'm streaming Titans if I have to in season-long. So this is a great fantasy day for the Titans if they handle their business. And then finally, the slate in the AFC for Week 11. New England goes to Atlanta, Super Bowl rematch, on Thursday night football. I record this before the Thursday night football game takes place, so can't tell you what happened in that, but I do know that the Patriots are basically six and a half, seven-point favorites, depending on what site you use. The Patriots are going to win this game, but I do think Atlanta keeps it close. Now, if Atlanta can win that game, That would be even more of a help to the Titans. The Patriots would have a tough time catching up to the Titans unless they beat the Titans next week. But if Atlanta wins that game, even if the Titans lose to the Patriots, they they basically aren't going to be in fear of the Patriots overtaking them for any kind of seeding or anything like that. The 49ers are at Jacksonville. The 49ers aren't a great team, but they're going to win that game. Jacksonville, not good. Moving forward, this is probably the biggest game of the weekend for Titans fans to pay attention to. Indy, sitting at 5-5, five and five, goes on the road to play the Buffalo Bills, sitting at 6-3. and three. Now, this is conflicting. If the Saint or the Colts lose, that helps the Titans secure the division even quicker. But the Bills are much more of a concern for the Titans when it comes to the number one seed, as the Bills sit at 6-3. and three. Now, the Titans have the head-to-head, but... It's still possible that the Bills could have a better overall record than the Titans, which would give them the number one seed. I don't want to take any chances with the number one seed. I think it's really in play now. I think even if the Colts win that game, the Titans are still going to win the division. 
So I would rather see Buffalo lose that game to the Colts. Even though Colts fans are insufferable and we'll have to hear from them, it's better for the Titans long-term, I think, for the Bills to lose that game. So that's kind of what I want to see happen, but can't be mad at the result either way. Either way, whether the Colts lose or the Bills lose, it, it helps the Titans, and that's all that really matters. Uh, moving forward, Baltimore is on the road at Chicago. Baltimore 6-3, and three, fighting with the Titans for that number one seed. Of course, you're rooting for the Chicago Bears here. The Bears winning does nothing to hurt the Titans in any way. So, dub Bears. Go to Bears. Uh, but I expect Baltimore to win that game, of course, coming off an embarrassing loss to the Dolphins. They're going to be ready to go. Uh, and then, the Dallas Cowboys are on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to be right there, guys. Like Everybody dumped on them early in the season, but the reality is the Chiefs are going to be right there. But again, the Titans have the head-to-head on the Chiefs, and the Chiefs have two more losses than the Titans. So um, Kansas City is not as much of a threat as maybe Baltimore or Buffalo, but again, it's Kansas City. They're going to be fighting there at the end of the season. So go Dallas. How about them Cowboys? But that is the AFC slate. That is the gambling. That is the fantasy. That is my game and score prediction. To go along with my big picture keys to victory and the individual uh, battles and individual matchups to watch. That is a complete, the most complete Game preview you are going to get for this game. And in return, I won't ask for money. Just review the podcast. Throw a five-star review in Apple uh, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I would greatly appreciate that if you're watching on YouTube. Just give me a like. Throw a comment in saying you appreciated the show. Whatever. Either way, I appreciate all you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I put out a sweet film article on Thursday talking about the Titans special teams, a full film breakdown of how the special teams really won the Titans that game. Check that out at uh, Titans Wire on USA Today. But that's going to do it for me, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.